Okay, what's going on guys and welcome to a brand new episode of Energized. Today we have two very special guests on the show. We have TV superstars, musicians, the number one podcasters in the whole of Ireland. It is the two Johnnies. How's the form, lads? <laughs> that is the type of intro we like. That's fucking, that sounds good to us. Ah, uh, sure, look, that, anything for care is finest, you know? There you go, yeah. <laughs> care on the map. Yeah. You know what? You're actually the second pe- per, well, people, I suppose, uh, or second guest that we've ever had on from care. Did you know that? Who, who was the first? Will. Have a guess. Have a guess. Was Will on? Will yeah, was on, was. yeah. Will yeah. Flurry. Do you know Flurry. Will? Yeah. <laughs> best, best beard in the game. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's got a strong beard game, yeah. 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 But that's a unique look. He's, he's tough as well. Oh, man, he's such a nice guy. Such a nice guy. Well, uh, lads, we can't kick off the show without wishing Johnny Smacks a very happy birthday. Thanks, lads. I'm 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 honoured. Do you know what? I, I just woke up this morning and said, I, this is exactly what I want to do on my birthday. Come on. <laughs> and talk talk shit as usual. But yeah, that's, that's what we do. Thanks a million. Thanks for having us. As well. No problem. Man, I'm loving the hair as well, by the way. I know you've had it for a while, but like I, I had that look at one stage. Um, do, do you watch how much uh, MMA or UFC? Yeah, I watch a bit of the UFC, like, yeah. Yeah. You, you, do you know Bruce Buffer? Yeah. Is S- it his? Silver Fox. Yeah. Is it his birthday today as well, Baz? Yeah, it's but, his birthday as well. You have a joint birthday with Bruce Buffer. Yeah. Two, two, of, the, two of the great voice artists of our generation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, what's called that? Uh, we actually met Bruce Buffer over in New York two years ago. And yeah. I like won a competition about knowing the most about UFC at the time. And he announced me on stage. And I have a very similar hairdo to you have now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, I, I think it's a midlife crisis I'm having. No, I actually done it for charity originally. Yeah. And, uh, for the Do For Dan Trust. And then I was like, this looks fucking class. <laughs> so I just kept it. Now, 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 now I like it. Was it Aguero? Yeah, Aguero. Aguero! <laughs> oh, no. Don't, don't bring that back, lads. That, that's bad memory. <laughs> yeah, lads, I saw you doing uh, other things for charity as well, just on your Instagram page. Do you want to just give that a shout out as well? I was running for Pieta House very slowly. Um, we did a live stream as well for Sophie's Wish last week. Uh, we did other live streams, gigs from the gaff for frontline workers. We did one for the Irish Stranded in Australia last Saturday night as well. Yeah, did, doing a heap of them. There's a lot of charity. Like, I've never seen so much charity stuff in all my life. Our Instagram is blowing up and like, oh. we can only do so much. But it's nice, it's nice to do something like that. It is, but like, I swear yeah. to God, my whole inbox of messages is just... Charity events. Yeah. And then us. And us. <laughs> I mean this, but like, fucking, it's, 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 there's, so many, there's so many charity events going on now, it's mental. Like, you, you can't get involved in them all. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it, I'm, I'm sure everyone's asking you, but also you sort of, you want to do one at a time as well. You, you don't want to be trying to run two charity events at the same time as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. Another thing that like, broke the internet this week was Joe Rogan announcing he's going to be moving over solely to Spotify getting a hundred million dollars a year not yeah. just one not just one lump sum as ross just found out a hundred million a year uh what do you think of that lad we'd love to know we're saying we'd love to know the deliverables on that like how many what joe rogan actually has to deliver how many podcasts a week or yeah. is there any targets or can he still have complete free reign but mm. uh it's about half and half isn't it now people listening on apple apple yeah and Spotify, and then Castbox and other stuff. I don't know if you look yeah. at your, your stats. Yeah, no, we yeah we're just really we mainly so uh, focus on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. 
So yeah, although some, I don't, I don't know if some people tell you, but like some people tell us they listen to us on like these weird apps that we didn't even know we we're on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like Rogan, like Joe Rogan, yeah, hundred million. Like yeah. our manager was delighted. He's gone straight to Spotify now. He's like, give us the money, we'll do it for one <laughs> tenth of that. <laughs> we'll give it fifty. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you lads get more streams online than uh, in Ireland than Joe Rogan as well, which is like unbelievable. Going lads. Yeah, it's madness. Like to, th- to think, like we had a clue how to do a podcast. Like when we started, like, we knew one lad who'd done podcasts, and we rang him. Was like, "How do you upload this thing?" Now, in fairness, we went and bought all the straight away. Like, because if we're if we're doing that and we go into like two foot, so like a Vinnie Jones tackle, we're going straight in. <laughs> we we were like, "Yeah, we'll we'll do it." Like, and then we just done it. Like, and, like we can't believe it. It's it's taken off to what it has. Like, we're it's, it's mad. People just love it. It's mental. It's crazy, lads. That's a, it's unbelievably brilliant, you know. Like Irish people as well, going out and going out and just really putting themselves out there. Not many people are doing it, but like uh, lads, you lads are absolutely killing it. But like for people that don't actually know who the pair of you are, can can you like give us a bit of a background, like how you sort of started out together and then uh, take us on the journey? You know. Yeah. Well, so what we're doing now is the Two Johnny's podcast, um, and it's uh, a lot of audience interaction. We get we have great threads going. And we get stories sent in every week. And you it's fucking hard to believe some of them. Like last week, something came up about sex toys. And then all these people were texting in like, I worked as a waiter in a hotel. And one night at a wedding, under the table, was like an eight-inch purple dildo. Yeah. And then... <laughs> so only, the, only the eight inches. Only the yeah. Where's the rest of it? Says you. <laughs> <laughs> and then other people, like a guy who was working in a laundress, and like the amount of fucking sex toys he pulled out of people's washing and stuff. So yeah. then it creates new threads all the time. Um, and we discuss all kinds of stuff. Like we started, it was a bit more sport when we started and we had like hurlers on and stuff. And then branched out then into just general topics. And yeah. like how the actual two Johnny started was, yeah. we done a fundraiser for our local GA club and me and Johnny were like running the fundraiser. It was uh, strictly from dancing. And we were like running, running this event for the, for our local GA and they were like, oh, who would we get to host it? And we were like, we'll host it. Who was it? They were like, no, no. We get like Jerry Duffy, <laughs> local outlet. Like, he's a safe pair of hands now. No, he's got a great voice now, fairness. Yeah. And they were like, no, we'll, we'll let Jerry do it. We're like, listen, we're organizing this. We're hosting. And then we hosted it and everyone was like, geez, you're onto something there, lads. You know? So this is before you did anything together? Yeah. Yeah. We, there was, oh, well, we did a local panto once. There was a panto and they... I was in a uh, cover band and they asked me to get involved and I was living with Smacks. So we said, we'd All do right. something. But then they gave us the script and we're like, this is fucking shit. We're not doing this. So then there was a, like, we're a change in scene. You know, they'd pull down the curtain and we said like, we'll go out in front of the curtain and do five minutes while you're changing the background or whatever. And it ended up being about 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. And we came out, was it Snow White or something? Snow White. I cut the panto, leave the lads on stage. Yeah, we came up as like two woodcutters or something and just slagged the shit out of everyone. And that was it, it was gas. And then we didn't do that again for about a year until the... Uh, Strictly. The Strictly, yeah. Because yeah. I'll never forget that first one. We were slagging. There, there was a line that was like... Uh, uh, I was trying to get off with Snow White or something like this. And it was like, I was slagging Prince Alan, the fella she's going off with. And Smax's line was supposed to be like, uh, he can't sing or something, you know. Have you seen the first half? And then we went down to rehearsal the night before and we're like, that lad's shite. You can't say that line now. <laughs> <laughs> That's too true. He actually couldn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I was just going to say, because 
Smacks, you were originally a butcher, weren't you? And then, and then, Johnny B, you made you made Hurley's for a living, didn't you? That's right. Yeah, I'm here if you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big. That's a big enough. That's a goalkeeper. Uh, you must, yeah, you must play the goals, did you? Five foot. That was like he thought. Yeah, <laughs> well, we, we did. Yeah. Yeah, I used to be a butcher. Pure. It was. Uh, it 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 helps. It actually helps for for what we're doing now. When we do stand up or whatever, do the shows and do our shows like it's. I learned how to talk to people really in behind the butcher counter. It was just it was like a big act. I was acting like I knew everything. Like I knew nothing and I hated it every day. But like it just helped then for for like I was if you're able to charm a seventy five year old woman that you're serving gone off minster. Yeah. Making her buy more than she actually needs. Yeah, then you know, you can sell tickets to Bigger Street, no problem after that. Yeah, and I'm sure you're a vegan and everything. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> he, he bragging about bragging about uh, vegan sausage rolls off camera. That fella. <laughs> oh my god! I tried vegan for a couple of weeks, wasn't I? Yeah. Did you? Yeah, I know. I miss I love sausages. Just missing too much. Like I, that was my vice. Chicken roll. Chicken roll. Yeah, so. Did you try vegetarian sausage? No, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't cheat on pork. Yeah, sacrilege. <laughs> Well, that's that's like you said. You said you then moved in together. Like, um, how long then did you start like putting out videos? Just we were. And like, did you start? Did you start on Facebook or would you start yeah. on? After we did the strictly, it was a while. It was in, the thing was thirty to May, twenty sixteen. Yeah, was our first video. We did a couple of things on Facebook, all about tip, tip yeah. hurling and football. And then that year we did a song out and we got to go on up for the match. Which was just mad crack, like there's a free bar and fucking right. <laughs> you can see Johnny Smacks reminiscing. Oh yeah, yeah. Do was like to be in a bar having a pint. What? I remember, like after we came off stage, Richie Power, Bikini Hurler, came up and they, they wouldn't give him any drink because the the show was just about to end and they kind of want to get rid of everyone who doesn't absolutely have to be there. So yeah. that like Des Cal and them come back. There's only like a few left and they'll probably hang on for a while. And then Richie Power couldn't get served. And we came in and we're like, we're only off stage. Queen, give us drink. And they gave us a slab of Guinness. And we're like, we're fucking superstars, lad. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't getting paid. So like, I was making sure we were getting enough payment from that free bar. Yeah. Your license fee was drank that night. Trust yeah. me. Absolutely. And lads, you've done some like incredible podcasts with some great guests. But who's the best person you've ever met through doing the two Johnnies? Oh, Brian Callan. Yeah, yeah do you love him? Do you know Brian Callan? Yeah, we met yeah. Oh, yeah, Fire and the Kid. Unbelievable. We were, we were in LA um, doing our own podcast uh, live, and we went to this comedy club, and he just arrived on and did like 20 minutes. There was only about 50 people there, and he was trying out some new stuff, and he blew us away. We went up to him after his chat, and we were like, will you come on our podcast? He was like, yeah, fuck it, all right. We're having a bit of crack with him. Like, And then the next day... He arrived onto our Airbnb and just walked in the door and was just fucking took the mic. And I was like, fucking press record and go. And after about 25 minutes, we were chatting and he just looked at his phone and was like, okay, so I got to go. And just fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> he was a fucking tornado for the 25 minutes. Ah, uh, the man has so much energy. Like, I, I don't know how he does it. The best thing was he drives one of those Tesla, Teslas that drive themselves. Oh yeah, that was probably the highlight for me. It's like the interview. I was like, "Is he driving a Tesla?" Looking out the window, but he was class. Like some, <laughs> he pulled up outside our house, and the Google pin or whatever was wrong. He just parked up on the street and was just like, "Ah!" <laughs> just shouting so we could hear him. Like. <laughs>
he actually he actually because like even with Joe Rogan like yeah when they're doing the fight companion like he just shows up whenever he wants and yeah. like that and then he comes in shouting down the room and Joe's like give us a minute give us a minute we're finishing something and he's like ah I don't give a fuck yeah he's he's, he's so funny positive energy you just fucking want to be around him like, you yeah know? and I'd say he's yeah. definitely on Adderall as well <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine. That, that's like, like when did you when did you then first do like your first live podcast as well because like obviously you saw things really taking off and that like like when were you like right this is we should do this live now because obviously you're getting a lot of views and yeah so we done a show we, we we started like doing shows like for club fundraisers so like you know some GA from Wexford would book us and we do the two Johnny show which was called big ball small ball and we'd go and do a load of sketches and songs. So we made our first, that was our first kind of show. Yeah, it was a mix of stand-up and sketches and a few funny songs. Yeah, and, and, then, and then when the podcast took off, um, we were like, right, we should probably do a live podcast. And our first one then was um, in the Sugar Club. And we're doing a live podcast. I mean, Mickey Joe Hart as a guest. And um, I think the Blizzards were there as well, was it? They were. So we guessed like that. And just done it. It was great crack. Everyone had a good night. And then we're like, yeah, we're on something. And then we done a po- podcast tour from Vicker Street and all, all the big places around. And um, sure, we were meant to do the marquee in Cork. Obviously, coronavirus. You know, it's, it's on next Corona week. has fucked us. Corona's fucked. It stopped us in our tracks. But um, no, th- that's, that's how the show started. And I tell you, like, they are a live podcast technically, but they're also somewhere between, like, and it beats a rave and, like, it, it, it's wild. It's not, loco. Yeah, it's not just us sitting down with the mics talking. It's like we try and make a big show, but a big spectacle. Like, and it, yeah. we've actually never published any of the live podcasts in full. Yeah, no, one or two of the interviews have gone out, but that's yeah, about it. Saw, yeah, I saw the one in the Sugar Club. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that one. That one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't meant to see that. I wasn't meant to see that. Was that oh yeah, that would be good. Yeah. But we feel if you're listening to podcasts, you want that fucking sexy yeah. audio experience yeah. and, and you get used to it and if you're a couple hundred episodes in and then the next one is live people get pissed off and, and the figures go down too our figures went down yeah so I get what you mean I get what you mean yeah yeah, yeah the audio is actually so important isn't it yeah yeah because uh, it, it, it's, it's different if your audio is maybe not 100% if there's video to go with it but if people are listening on pure audio alone like they go nuts yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's it's so important. Plus, our fans, like the listeners of the podcast, are constantly in contact with us. So, like, if they actually have a ticket inquiry, they come to us. Like, it's like, lads, do you know what I mean? What's the story of the tickets? We're like, look, Aiken Promotions run that gig. If the audio is not right, if it's not working at the beginning, it used to be we'd put it up on a Monday around like one or two o'clock on a Monday, and then we started like going earlier. And then one week we were late. And we got around 100 messages going where is the fucking podcast <laughs> yeah so so people let us know so if the audio to talk about that point like, if the audio is not right someone will message you be like that audio is shite straight yeah. out and we'd yeah. be like yeah okay that's the thing lads like yeah. like during this coronavirus like, like myself and Ross we, we did one show we took, took a break for a week and we were like what are we going to do and then we just started doing Zoom into Zoom podcasts just, we actually put out 40 episodes in a row like getting interviews every day. Every, day, every day, getting interviews every day. I think fire two days, but uh, it, it, like I, I, like I, I've, sometimes I deal with mental health issues, and like not having podcasts to listen to would have totally just had me not knowing what to do. You know what I mean? So like people still putting out the content is actually so important. Like uh, for instance, the, we did a show with uh, Ross Butter, who used to be like 
very overweight and now it changed his life and he's a personal trainer like inspiring loads of people wow. and we put that video out and then um one of ross's one of ross's uh good friends listened to it and then he was like he got straight onto ross he was like i need your brother's number i want to start training with him and then just yesterday uh ross's friend came down and trained with us and it was and he told us that's what happened and i was like it's unreal like mm-hmm. like obviously your you lads the show is way bigger and i'm sure you have way better stories but like i went home and told my dad a story and i was like this is what it's all about you know just if you can do one thing for one person then that's what it's all about really at the end of the day yeah it's mad i think especially with podcasters like it's the weird it's a weird kind of bond that like you love li- like you just love listening to it and it becomes part of your 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 ritual and people feel like they know us then as well because like you know you're listening for an hour and a half or whatever it is a week yeah. you really you really tune into like we've got loads of messages from people who are you know, struggling with like mental health issues or, you know, they were going through like treatments for different illnesses and stuff like that. And they're just saying, the podcast was getting me through. And we were like, it's mad, like, you know, because it's just us talking shit. Like, and, <laughs> but, um, we choose not to read that out too. We kind of try and keep the whole show lighthearted. Light- Lighthearted, yeah. Yeah, no, well, like that's why I didn't want to say uh, the, the Russell's friend's name. Like, I, I know him as well. He's cool. It's just that. Uh, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. And like, for, for me as well, like, like oh, I listen to I listen to podcasts and I'm obsessed with them. Like, and if they're not, if they don't come out in time or like there's something wrong, I'm freaking out. I'm like, I need that podcast. So like, I I can't imagine how that people feel like that about us, but like they obviously do. Yeah. But, like, you know, if say Peter Crouch's podcast, if he's like, oh, we're taking a break for two weeks. I'd be like, fucking cheeky him. Yeah. I mean, I need to listen to that podcast. How, how does it make you feel as <laughs> knowing that people are literally waiting for you to have a bit of a chat? You know. I don't know, I had a weird experience last night. I was um, on the Patreon uh, talking to people and uh, you can go in th- through the back door kind of and you can see the names of everyone who has signed up. And that really brought it home to see the actual names and like profile pictures of thousands of people who have signed up are paying money to listen. I was like, fucking hell, we better not let them down. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I think it just brought it home and I get because he... You know, you look at a page and you're like, you remember hitting like a thousand followers or five thousand followers. It's like a big deal. But when you actually see people's names and faces, it's like, fuck, these people. Whole community. Like, yeah. yeah. They're actually yeah. like, and go on, I'll take a punt on you now. And Jesus, it made me, it, that, I think that's what drives us on to be like, we never want to let the standard drop. Every episode is precious to us. Every episode is fucking prepped. And it doesn't go out until it's 100%. Mm, yeah. was great. Yeah, as Sorry, Ross, let me just finish with this. So the great thing about it is what you're doing, you can do this for years and years and years. There's no like, oh. there's no retirement age as well. Sorry, Ross, you yeah. put it. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, as well. soon as we get enough money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was only saying to me and Barry, me and Barry have that chat as well. And it's like, every episode you do could be someone else's first episode that they ever listened to. Um, and then like, you know what I mean? If, if it's not good, well then like, they're never going to come back. You know what I mean? And then sometimes I say to Barry, because uh, like, I think we have like 12,000 followers on Instagram and X amount everywhere else. Uh, and like, so some people that might seem like loads, so the people are like, that might seem like a lot. But I go, if you actually put 12,000 people in front of you, like that would be a hell of a lot of people. And like, I think you guys have like over 160,000. Like, you guys could fill out Crow Park twice with your followers. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would be retiring then, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's mad when you think about it that way. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a big difference between, like, Instagram content and selling tickets. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And also, also where they're based as well. Yeah. 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 But do you, 
depends on what kind of stuff you're posting and whether it translates to a live show. Like, it, I'm glad that we had done two years of like stand up tour before we did a live podcast tour because we just fucking learned so much. We can come out and our live podcast definitely has more razzmatazz than anyone else, any other live podcast. Well, I've never been to another live podcast, but I've seen them on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people like connect with you last the way, like the way you bounce off each other. You can tell you're really, really good mates. Um, like, like obviously, then you were doing so well. You're like, right, let's bring this globally, which is a huge thing to even think about because just before you, you lads came in, uh, I was like, Ross, these lads, I don't know how to compare them with anyone else because like you're going all over the world to like selling out shows. Like, Jesus Christ, uh. When, when, when did that idea first come to you and then like to actually go and do it as well is a whole different thing from a couple of lads like from Tip, you know? Yeah. Um, we're only talking about our first... <laughs> we're talking, yeah, we're only talking yesterday. Happy um, birthday, by the way. Yeah. We're only talking about our first um, trip to America yesterday and it was like we'd started the two Johnnies doing sketches, whatever, on Facebook and then some American lad like emailed us and was like, would you lads like to come to, to New York like to do a gig? Is this American lad? Like, why? Why does he like our sketches? Like, our sketches are very—they were very Irish at the time. We got him on the phone. He was proper American, like. Yeah, and he was like, "I love that one you did about like craft beer." And we were like, oh, "We never done a sketch about craft beer." Swear to God, he must. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought he thinks we're fucking fire arms and all. Yeah. <laughs> and we played along, and you were like, "Oh yeah." yeah, yeah. You were like, "We need another cast member, quick." Yeah, we were, <laughs> we're like, yeah, no water. We're like, we 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 go to New York, and like it was mad. Like they flew us out to New York, and what? Yeah, and put us up for a, for a week, like in New York, and we like we didn't get paid, like, but we got you know flights and accommodation, and we got pissed for a week. Was that your first time ever being there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. And it was like mad. We done two shows, and like the first one was an absolute disaster. Work, like the equipment didn't work and like it was swear to god it, it was amazing that we filled the place there was like 500 people there mm. and we, we had sound checked and then when we got up one of the mics wouldn't work and you know like the two of us and then something the guitar cut out then the guitar wouldn't work because at this stage like it was you know they wouldn't close the bar so all these fucking Irish people who come, all these boys who come from Ireland, they were starting to go fucking nuts. And we were like, look, let's just lash out a load of fucking tunes for the second half. And then the guitar wouldn't work. So then we had one mic between the two of us trying to do a stand-up show to a room of 500 people where they wouldn't close the bar. That was the toughest gig we've ever done. Because we had stand-up, but like we hadn't done that much stand-up. We're not like a seasoned yeah. stand-up pro who's fucking come up doing open mics and stuff so we got down off stage that night and i think two of us were traumatized i honestly i remember getting off stage and i was like i'm fucking giving this up fuck that it's not worth it. and then a young lad called eddie hogan who we just met in new york handed me a double vodka red bull and i was like ah it's probably not that bad you know <laughs> and we went out we went out and like just party with like 500 people who come to see us and we were like look come back tomorrow we're doing another gig we'll get it right and then we actually moved into a function room. So we got out of the bar into like a big a function room at the back and everyone was seated and we had a proper, done our proper show and everything worked and it all, all as well that ends well. But like going to America, that was the first time we went and we were like, just four or 500 people out here, you know, who can come to our shows. We were like, we, we come back a lot of times. So we haven't got back to New York since. We're meant to go this year. But yeah, I'll we, go at the moment. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then the following summer, we got brought out to California and, you know, all, all different places. We've done shows all over America and it's, Wherever there's Irish people, you know, yeah, but that's, Americans that's like us too. 
and they're crazy, the Americans. They're like, yeah, I listen every week. I don't understand some of the things you're talking about, and sometimes I don't understand what you're saying. And I was like, why are you fucking doing listening? To <laughs> Yeah, it's just, I think it's just a bond that people have listening to podcasts. You're just like, no matter what they talk about, I listen. Like, I mean, myself and Ross now, we have uh, some people that tune in, like, and they don't even know, like, they don't even watch football or soccer, as they call it, but, like, they'll just listen in anyway. But uh, I was also listening to uh, Al Foran's podcast, shout out to Al. He had Rory Stories on the show, and he's, yeah. Rory, Rory uh, did you, if you haven't heard it, did you hear that one? No. Yeah, but uh, Rory actually mentioned, they were talking about you lads, and he's, in particular yourself. And he said that uh, you and him were talking away and then you said you were contemplating possibly giving it up and he said, you just keep going and stick it out. Like, you know, and then like, look what, look what after happened, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I remember talking to Rory about manager or something at the time. Yeah. I don't think I ever tried to give it up. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, yeah. uh, Rory's, Rory's trying to make the story a bit juicier. Yeah. <laughs> smack Johnny Smacks was going to give up the two Johnnies and I talked him out of it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it probably wasn't that bad. Yeah, no, I definitely never had that. I had a chat with him, and Rory actually taught him to read. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was having having a chat with him about management or something like that. Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think I ever, he ever taught me down off a ledge. No, but like, yeah, no, there's never been a time where I've taught him to read. Right. But, um, no, yeah, every, everyone's different. Like it's. See, that, that's the thing as well. Like, I mean, like, sometimes you might have a bad week and you're like, oh, fuck this. But then, like, next week you just want to go again. It's, like, almost like an addiction as well. And you have a loyalty to people as well, you know? You can't bring them on the halfway through the journey with the, the best party yet to come, really. Yeah. Well, uh, I've never met anyone with more self-belief than this man. <laughs> day, day one came to my house and we were like, <clears throat> even before we had started the Facebook page. What did you say? Is Noel there? No. <laughs> <laughs> this man... Said to me, we're going to go professional. We hadn't even started the Facebook page yet. After the first night on stage, he was like, we didn't even try. And we were pretty good. And we were good. We like wrote songs with like the names of all the contestants in them. And we like learned a dance routine. And we had our cue cards and our matching suits and all. It was the first time we ever got on stage together. So I think people used to come up to us like when I was in the Hurley shop and him behind the counter going, I don't know what it is. But she had something. Yeah, yeah. So then, that was. And it, it wasn't just your man and I who said that. No, she's no. not. Never said. Yeah. <laughs> to this day. That was me mad there dropping off apples. <laughs> she won't come into the house because of the corona. But, um, so from from the word go, for us it was never just a bit of crack. We wanted to be, like I'm playing music on my life, and then the two Johnnies was like, Jesus, let's fucking write an album. That's something I always wanted to do. And like the podcast was, we were doing Snapchat stories and Instagram and all this, but like Smacks is a good storyteller. The long form suits him. So like podcasts, absolutely natural for this man. I think now when people are starting podcasts, it's cause they can't tour or whatever. Mm. So, but like podcasts, this man was made for podcasts. <laughs> made with a mic in his hand. <laughs> yeah, he came out with a room with a mic. I can just sit in the front room. It's perfect. I don't have to leave the house. Like, yeah. Podcast here in the studio. You, you start to, you, you totally changed in the way like live performances are like obviously you can do the music as well like how many Irish number one hits like seven or eight yeah I think it's eight yeah, <laughs> yeah enough like uh, more to come but like the way you can do that the way you can do this, this sort of you can do sketch comedy and podcasts as well it's it's like almost a brand new wave of like don't you just stand up comedy like that's almost just like 
radio and now you lads are like gone into the new realm it's way like sort of way brendan shab sort of done his thing as well he he sort of got like people said bad stuff about him because he wasn't a comedian came in started being a comedian but he, him and brian callan also as well have done sketch stuff as well so it's always yeah. like refreshing comedy mm. yeah i think it's 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 um it's nice for us as well to be able to do different things you know like so we can do a podcast tour or we can do a comedy tour then we can go to electric picnic and do fucking music so it keeps us it keeps us kind of fresh as well like because if you're just doing one thing all the time you will get bored of it yeah. where it's like we can change it and, and it kind of you know keeps us keeps us changing as well i think yeah definitely for me anyway i like i like change so like i like to be able to do like some days we'll be like right we'll prep now for the podcast and then you know the next day it'll be like now we'll write the book and then the next day it'll be like i have this song idea you know so you're constantly doing something different all the time yeah. so I, I like that like I, i'd hate to be just doing one thing yeah that's the freedom of working for yourselves though yeah, yeah. and I think, I think that's what makes it different to everyone else as well Ross, you know, that's, yeah, that's exactly what Ross was saying beforehand. Yeah, there's like, yeah, definitely. This guy's a comedian, and it's like people don't even know what to call us. Yeah, do you think find that a problem, or you know, what I mean, that, that, or what way do you see that? Because so, like, that's problem. what that's what, we sort of have that problem as well because we cover rugby, boxing, uh, MMA, football, and then we have a bit of crack as well. So it's hard, it, it's hard to be like those are those guys, you know? Yeah, our manager, like our manager, the first time we met him was like, you're gonna have to pick one of them. You know, you can't do them all, lads. You know, he was like, you'll fall between two stools. Now he's laughing his fucking head off. Yeah. We actually had a meeting like that as well there recently. Uh, it was, we were there for an hour. I was actually hung over. Ross was going mad. I stayed up my mate's gap. He's like, get up, get up. <laughs> but uh, we went and then he was like, you can't be doing that. You can't be interviewing old people. And like, obviously not to, like, not to reference Joe Rogan, but obviously he's the, he's the pod, pod father. Like, he, yeah. like, I was like, how come he's allowed to have like comedian sports stars actors on the show but and um, i don't know you know what i mean yeah like you, you define your own brand yeah yeah I, only, I think you have to sort of do your own thing and like you have to sort of be like this is your vision and you have to go for it and you know what i mean if people like listening to you they come along for the ride yeah definitely i think i, I think with us like it's like exactly. if we think it's good and we think we'd enjoy it then we'll do it you yeah. know we kind of please ourselves we can now obviously the start of we had to kind of you know for other people but now yeah. yeah that was the problem we were we were covering MMA for, like every week and then uh, like it'd be like UFC Russia and then you wouldn't even know how to say the lads names you wouldn't know any of these fighters and like <laughs> the people tuning in you're like we, we'd say it on the show we're like here look we don't want to like go through this car because we know people don't like they won't know the fighters they're not going to be interested you'd rather hear like what other sort of crack it is really because like as you know lads like over the years you sort of craft it into something that it is or has become because at the beginning you don't know what to do. And then like it, you get into that sort of bracket and you're like, right, this is what the two Johnnies or this is what the Energize show is. Yeah. I think it was, I think it was famously UFC Moscow was the straw that broke the camel's back. We're yeah. doing like a UFC card every week and we're like, it was UFC Moscow. And, like, That's what I was talking about. Oh, no, yeah, but I'm saying that we record the show and, and we're just like, Need of us enjoyed that, did we? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember. We did an alternative show instead. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like yourselves, we put our show out, uh, well, generally every Monday, but, like, the coronavirus has changed that. We have, like, I'm going to say four or five shows nearly out on average each week now. Yeah, so, Jesus Christ. We're doing two, and it's 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 tough work. I can't <laughs> imagine four or five, tell you that. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. Yeah. But, like, for, like a, like, a couple of, like, at least one year solid, 
like I don't think we've said this on camera, but uh, we used to we'd be sitting in Ross's room, or else sometimes we'd be in a car and we'd just talk straight into the phone because we didn't the mics we had didn't work and we didn't know what to do or who to ask. So we'd be recording in in Ross's room talking into the phone, two of us. Uh, once Ross actually hit the the, the stopwatch on it, we were like twenty minutes in. <laughs> but, but like just the voice the voice recorder, we were just speaking into it, and then people would be like, "Why don't you have guests on the show?" And it's like, "Well, we can't actually tell you the truth, but like we'd have to get them to sit in between us and speak." Into the show. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like finding out Zoom, literally, we're like we've made loads of connections online, and we just literally brought nearly everyone on that like like we like and they like mm. our stuff and like people people are sitting at home now and they're like they're sick of talking to their wives or their girlfriends or their boyfriends mm. or their moms or their dads or the mm. kids so like to get like 20 minutes half an hour away to talk with people that are also sort of doing something like for instance yesterday we had paul curry on the show he's the next footballer for around he had to retire at 27 he had a horrific leg injury and like we, we started speaking loads about mental health and how he came back now and it was like he, he probably wouldn't have the most followers out of anyone who had on the show but his story resonate with me way more than probably any other guests we've had on the show yeah that's it it's it's it's, it's like you got to find those guests sometimes like it's not even about the big names the stories yeah. are, are, it is the stories it is the story like you can have a superstar on them they have no personality like like some actors or maybe you know mm-hmm. or some uh, two podcasters from tipperary you know but uh lads like obviously you're you're have you have that big show lined up on the marquee like it like fair, fair play is just like I mean myself and Ross are always looking at like all the other Irish people what they're doing and who was going for it and it's just it's actually brilliant to see because a lot of people like I don't know about when you were in school if you sort of stepped out of the box in any sort of way you got pulled right back in your box but um, you also then start, like when you were on the late late you absolutely smashed it and then uh, you then got offered this uh, TV gig with RTE as well can you tell us about that and like well fucking done that you know yeah um, that was a long time it was a long time fucking coming. A long time coming. A lot of back and forth in, in trying to get a TV deal. Like it's, it's never really us communicating directly with RT. You have to have a production company lined up and all these things that we didn't know about making a TV show. And we had a show that we wanted to make and uh, it's done now. So we've come we, close to what we had envisioned, I think. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but going to America as well, that's, that's, that's the big books, you know? It's not as if RT have like, all the cash in the world to be splashing around. Yeah, they... they, they where can you see it? <laughs> yeah, we took the piss. <laughs> no, it's brilliant. It's it's going to be four episodes, and it's it's going to be on in the autumn. And um, two Johnnies do America. Yes, it's mad. Like like we always wanted to make that kind of a show because, like we we'd be just driving around in the car, like going if we we're going to Dublin to meetings or whatever, like and we'd be just having some crack, and we were like, someone should be just filming this. Yeah, all yeah. the time they should be just filming it. And then when we went to America. That's basically what we did. Cameras were on us all the time. We thought of a mad shit we wanted to do we that did, we didn't have to pay for. We had met so many characters that our previous times going to America. And they're the kind of people you want to have on your podcast and on your TV show. So we got some of them on. Yeah. Is there anyone you can mention? Uh, no, Why's I think it would be shot if we really... No, no, that's fine. That's fine. Don't worry, no one's, no one's going to check this right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, no lads that's a, that's a absolutely unreal. And like people love that, the sort of the, the behind the scenes footage that, you know, Watching the two Johnnies talk about off camera, you know what I mean? People, people love to know that, and I'm really looking forward to seeing it. And you know what? It really is about time. RTE, being the national broadcaster, like takes notice of the people online who are like making the most noise. Like, do we really need to see like Fair City run for another forty years, or can we actually see 
two of our own who are actually, you know, making a bit of noise, providing like real entertainment. And I'm sure the viewership will go up when this is on. Yeah. Oh, hopefully, hope it does. We try and double our money for serious. Without a doubt, lads, <laughs> don't, don't even don't even be like that. Like that's hundred percent going to absolutely blow up. But the um, the thing is, and it's actually tough. Like making TV and stuff like that, it doesn't always translate from online. Mm. So like, it's actually a dangerous enough word. Some people are class online, and then when it comes to live or like you know TV, they kind of aren't as good. You know, so like mm. somebody can do it. It's, it's very easy make a video edit the video and do it and then but then to turn up and do it on live television or you know just it's, it's the, the medium doesn't suit everyone like so just yeah take these irish people like who are huge on tiktok a million views per, per video yeah. but like that tiktok could be 30 seconds whatever should you sit down and watch them for an hour what are they going to do? Born as fuck. What are they going to do? And, and also, yeah. you're going to RT to try and explain that to uh, people who commission shows are not in their 20s. Yeah, I yeah, know. And, and they also, if they're going to spend the public's money, they need to be able to say, this is definitely going to work. This is not going to fall apart and people are going to be going, Jesus, why are you spending their money on? You know? Yeah. Like, and people... Like it's it's great to be on television, like, and we were we were absolutely chuffed when we got it. Because like, some people would be like, "Oh, get away from television!" You know, it's it's a dead, you know, it's dead and all that. Like, and those are the people who can't get in television. Ah, I don't uh, know. I, I, I would say, well, I can't believe you're having people now on, on your birthday at all. There's plenty of people who are huge on YouTube and don't care about television. Yeah. See what your man from Matt Law and Jack Specty guy just hit 24 million subscribers. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, he's making some money. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't give a shit about television. Yeah. You know so, what? So some people actually lose money going on television. Do you know your man Ninja the gamer? No. He had like weird funny hair. Anyway, he was massive in the states, and he went and did like five shows, but he actually lost money because he actually made more money streaming on Twitch. Wow. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. you're about to play Fortnite. Yeah. Ninja. Ninja. Yeah. It's, it's incredible though. Like, like some people don't need like. Like, we were offered a, a radio show, and we didn't take it, like, because our podcast is, is, first of all, it's what we want to do. And second of all, like, it was actually making more sense, both from our brand and financially, to do our podcast mm-hmm. than it was to go on a national radio station and have our own show. I suppose yeah. national radio sort of, not to, like, knock or anything, but they do take that bit of creative control from it, if that makes sense. Yeah, we'd have been brought... Uh, We'd have been brought back to life fairly quick and say with stuff like I don't think you'd be talking about eight inch purple dildos on national radio. I, I couldn't handle the music like if you have to play <clears throat> six songs an hour and, and five of them are fucking Ariana Grande. Oh that six nine. It was funny when like we went in for the meeting and uh, they were like, you know, telling us like what they wanted and stuff like that. And then like we came up, Johnny's like Fucking radio DJs don't pick their own songs. <laughs> Can't believe that. Like I'm driving home. Knew the playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we'd like to do something on, on national radio eventually. Yeah, it just has to be the right fit, you know. Yeah, yeah. we actually uh, we did a radio production course together, and it was like eight, how long? Eight, ten, twelve weeks, something like that. And then yeah, at the right, end, yeah. we did a live show. Well, like a, a recorded live show. It didn't actually go out, but uh, once we did that, we were like, right, we had the bug, and we wanted to just keep going and going and going. And then that's how we actually like just kept doing the podcast as well. Because as yeah. as you said, lads, like we didn't want to be 
talking about Kim Kardashian this, unless it was like a funny joke or something, you know. Just, <laughs> you know and there was magic yeah. to live radio as well, like the way you can interact yeah. with people. Yeah, it's the danger of being oh, on air. Some like. people do it brilliantly, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I don't really listen to Joe Duffy, but like, he, he people love Joe Duffy, and then you know what I mean. Uh, who who else? Ian Dempsey, like people love him. You know what I mean. Uh, we, we, Mario we, Rosenstock's brilliant for skits on radio. But. Yeah, like, yeah, like hundred percent. Like we, we, like we will definitely do it someday. And it, like those people are national treasures. Like you know, like Mario Rosenstock's doing Gift Grove over twenty years. Like, and yeah. he is, he is, he's sound first of all. And then to be able to do that good work over that period of time is meant. Like he does a sketch every day on radio for twenty years. That is mad. I, I, I think for you guys, it's almost like to get you to have your own radio show, it almost needs to be like once a week for like two hours and you have to sort of give you this free reign. You know what I mean? You, you, like, you guys are brilliant as you guys. And, yeah. you know, you, you, they, no one wants like a corporate version of the two Johnnies. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, we'll do that when we're like older. <laughs> 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 yeah, but you're, not get, you're not getting any older Johnnies, Max. You're the same age as we were before. I want to be like, you know, <laughs> 70 with bleach blonde hair and like I'm going to be like Rod Stewart oh I love it when I get old <laughs> <laughs> 20, 20 different boys yeah but like even, even the way we're just have to learn now like, like you lads aren't afraid to go and do something else like you're like radio you want to do as well as you just did TV like, your books I mean what sort of else are you sort of looking to do like you know, I mean you must you must think about it and come up with stuff like what's next because that's like if you're not trying to get to another level, you know what I mean? You, you can just get a bit stale. I know, but we have to decide what not to do almost. There's, so, there's only so many hours in the day. Like, we started a TikTok and it's like, fuck, do we have time? Yeah. For TikTok, like, you know, especially in the second podcast a week. And also, yeah. we're definitely going to do an album. Um, and like that, books, fucking serious shit, lad. I know. <laughs> no, I don't, yeah. mean, I don't mean stale now. I mean, like, mm-hmm. like, it, you know, I mean, trying to expand the public, like, yeah, yeah. You know. Also, the fucking choice of content, too. Like, our, yeah. you know, we always debate, and our stuff is very Irish, like, whether we should try and appeal more to the UK and America, but you don't want to lose what we have either. Yeah, you got to wait up, like, like down the line, like, we, we've got more television shows planned, like, we're, we're working on them as well at the moment, like, and definitely do a bit more of that. I think, I think where we want to get to is like where we have more time off. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're doing good stuff, but you're doing like less of it. I think yeah. is, it's where we love to get to. Cause Work smarter, not harder. Exactly. Yeah. exactly yeah. Like, yeah. what is it? Minimum, minimum effort, maximum. Output. <laughs> yeah. yeah. uh, like another, uh, another question. Does, um, like myself and Ross, like we'd, we'd have these problems sometimes, but like, there's really like the two is be with each other so much and constantly talking about the show. Is, do you have much time to like to just not talk about the show and talk about like how things are actually going on and your sort of your lives, your family? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. god, yeah. When the pubs yeah. are open, but that was that was uh, that was that was what we used to do. <laughs> no, it's um, yeah, well, no. We, we take the time. Yeah. Every day when we come in, so we were only out the garden playing hurling there for ten minutes before we came out. It's a better hurler. Wow, I'm gonna have to give it to Johnny, but like. He, he's good if, he, if the ball comes right at him. Like. Yeah, running is my like Johnny. Johnny's a workhorse, so he's your, he's your, he's your Kevin Kilban. He's up and down all day, like you know what I mean. <laughs> you play full forward, like sitting on a high stool. You're happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's this chat's been absolutely brilliant, and like it's it was great. 
to have you both on the show. And uh, like what, one thing I do want to add in just before we wrap up, it is like World Mental Health Awareness Week. And like this is something that like it's really personal to a lot like myself, a lot of people. And like you guys have a massive influence. I was just wondering if you have anything to say to people at home that just like may need like something, something to hear, something cool. Yeah, like it's gas. So many people are talking about mental health now. And like it's something that we've never really went into in depth because we feel like we're not qualified, you know, to talk about. I see a lot of people are talking about and, you know, to give mental health talks. And I don't think they're experts on it. So it's a cagey. But like what I would say is obviously talking has proved to everybody mm. that it's handier. Like, and, and that's, like, me and Johnny can be testament to that. If we're feeling low or anything like that, like, we, we'd say to each other, like, feeling shit today or, you know, whatever. Or, like, if we have any problems, we just talk about them to each other. And I think everybody has that one person or a few people in their lives that they can all talk to. And I think just talking, having a chat and letting people know how we feel. Like, I'm grand. Like, it's what everybody says. How are you? I'm grand. Yeah, like, what does that mean? What does that? What does that actually mean? You know what I mean. So I, I that's if we're gonna say that on it, like I'd just be saying, talk to people and and reach out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also and follow up on the grand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you sure you're grand? Maybe. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? yeah. That's that's, that's pretty nice. Like, so like at the end of the day, like just keep doing what you're doing because it's great, and I can't wait for the TV show to come out as well. Uh, we'd love to have you back on again in the build up to that or the marquee or something have a bit of crack you know I mean we'd love to help you promote it 100% come on yeah, yeah. TV shows yeah. for sure I'm sure I'm sure, oh, like, I'm, sure, I'm sure your friends and family are like unbelievably proud of you so you're killing it it's, it's brilliant yeah. to see Ross anything else to say before we wrap things up we're just, just in corona restrictions are lit <laughs> so that we can have a watch party for the TV oh, show yeah. and a massive a massive hoolie a big party that's what we're hoping for <laughs> oh yeah yeah two Johnny bingo logo uh, why oh, not? Near you soon. Why not? You'd be fucking itching for it, like yeah. get back, to get back playing. Yeah. You know? The 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 tip, uh, Kevin Kilban and the tip Sergio Aguero. What more can you say? So, guys, thanks a million for everyone who is watching, who is listening. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, and as always, stay energized.